Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The Sweet 16, the World Baseball Classic NFL offseason. Oh, baby, it is busy. Time to lock in. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. You're going to be doing a lot of doobie rolling when you're living in a van down by the river. Now, Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Yes, sir. I feel like strolling out in a fancy suit and doing a monologue because we are under the big lights of the big city in the Big Apple. Ken Levick Alive, New York edition here on ESPN 106.3. I'm channeling my inner letterman as we speak because I don't recognize any of the other late night hosts other than the legend, the God himself, David Letterman. Ken Levick Alive. Oh, hell, there's a lot going on here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker and a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach in the Phillips Point Towers right off of the Intracoastal, which is actually comfortable and sunshiny and full of protesters uh, on the other side of the bridge here today. We'll talk about them at some point. Stone Benowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and me, Ken Lavica. I am on Columbus Avenue in New York City at the 98.7 ESPN Studios, so I appreciate them having me because I am in the Big Apple for Florida freaking Atlantic in the Sweet 16. A showdown, Theo. A showdown. A face-off, a battle, a war with Tennessee at Madison Square Garden on Thursday night. And boys, I can tell you that the coaches introduced the initial game plan today to this basketball team, and it was damned electric. They're ready to go. Mm, I cannot wait, man. I, They're are ready you keeping to go. the city warm, man? Is it, how's, it, how's it feel out there, man? I can't wait to pull up. I'm trying to make sure it's going to be good when I get out there. It's good, man. It's good. It's comfortable. It's nice. Uh, there's a there's a buzz. There's a palpable feel. Now that might just be pollution and exhaust. <laughs> I was about to say, um, watch out yeah. for that. I actually think that has nothing to do with sports or college basketball <laughs> and everything to do with just this being a cesspool. Um, but it is cool to be here. And we are staying right off of Times Square as well. We're at the uh, we're we're at a hotel right off of of Times Square. And uh, so today, I made sure to go out into Times Square. I actually flew my wife. I flew Vivi up to uh, hang out for the next okay. couple of days. Uh, so because uh, because Daddy takes care of his girl, right? Yeah, da- yeah, daddy, smart move. Da- daddy takes care of his lady. <laughs> Don't bring um, the so- kids. No, no, the kids aren't here. Don't worry, because daddy's daddy's got work to do. Um, so, uh, so we went. Uh, we we walked around Times Square, and I the only thing I cared about not the 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 billboards, the lights, uh, looking at the old Total Request Live Studios, not Good Morning America, none of that. I was looking for the weirdos that dress up as the Sesame Street characters, and then charged. $30 to take pictures with them. Sometimes they fight each other, too, if they feel like they're encroaching on others' territory. And I found him. I found him, and my trip to New York has been made. 
Did you get? Did you? Incite it was a couple him? of Elmos. Did, Elmos. Say, did, you, did you get some El- Elmo and Elmo action there? Yeah, you- uh, not 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 yet. But I'm hoping to incite a fight between Elmos uh, later on today in Times Square. Uh, so that's my goal for the day. And the picture that you did post, if they saw you taking that picture, they would have then tried to steal your phone because you're Probably. not allowed to just be taking pictures of them no, candid. I know. See, that's what I did because you know what? I already understand the inner workings of the big city. I can get away with this stuff. It's no big deal. And I feel like one of those Elmos, too, was smoking a cigarette when I walked by <laughs> as well. So so it's just the typical New York experience. I got to say, guys, I am, and it's no surprise, but I, I am so locked in to the emerging story, FAU in the Sweet 16 against Tennessee. Again, Thursday night, 9 o'clock, I'll be on the call on that for the FAU Basketball Radio Network from Learfield. But it, it is also now that FAU got fairly Dickinson out of the way in that 16 seed, like it had its 15 minutes. Now, FAU is going to go into Madison Square Garden on Thursday night as the team that everybody is going to to uh, root for. Uh, the the buzzer beater attempted a dunk aside, all that stuff is going to subside, and there is going to be a lock-in on FAU. Let me tell you something as well, and I think I'm probably breaking news here, but I don't think it matters. Dusty May is going to be on Get Up in studio, mm. in the Southport studios tomorrow. In New York City, FAU head basketball coach. How about that? That's big. That's huge because Get Up is the best. That's the best that ESPN has to offer when they talk. All the talking head shows, like Get Up is really the pinnacle, man. So Dusty yeah. May going to set it on fire. I, I'm trying to get Dusty May on first take to go at it with Stephen A. That's no, no, about yeah. a variety of topics. <laughs> I don't think we want, I don't think, see, that's. <sighs> I mean, what what wouldn't they debate? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I bet the debate would sound something a little like what we heard a couple of weeks ago. Stone, what do you think? Do you think? Do you think if Dusty got in there with Stephen A. Do you think if he got in there and he started tangling, going word for word, what do you think it would? Maybe it would sound something like this. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Man scintillating radio uh so that's cool and so now you're going to really start uh getting the full-fledged story of florida atlantic now that that the fairly dickinson uh discussion has 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 ceased to exist this is to me in this area palm beach county the treasure coast i i don't know of a an an equal story to FAU basketball playing in the Sweet 16 at Madison Square Garden. There was Tiger Woods committing to the Honda Classic for the first time. There was FAU playing in two Boca Raton Bowls. But as far as Palm Beach County Treasure Coast-based sports stories, and I suppose you could say Tiger Woods and uh, his, his car accident, even though that happened in Southern California, I don't know. I can, and I've been here, uh, obviously, Theo, a lot longer than you. I'm going on 17 years in this area. Stone, you grew up around this area, so maybe you can give me a bit more perspective. But FAU in the Sweet 16, and it's not like they're playing in, uh, like, Raleigh, right? Uh, They're they're playing at Madison Square Garden. MSG, the Mecca, the home of a poverty NBA franchise. (laughs) They're playing at MSG, Spike Lee, the entire thing. I don't know if there is a bigger, in my 17 years, a bigger local sports story than this. This is incredible. 
I would say the only thing that I can think of that rivals it that's recent would be, have to be Coco Golf, right? Like when Coco Golf yeah. went out on the national stage, international stage, and beat Venus Williams. What what tournament was that? I, I know, Stone, you're more a big tennis guy. I believe it was the Australian Open. Australian Open. I think that is true. Um, so she's Delray Beach, born and raised. And for mm. her to go out on the national stage and do that, that's big, right? That's got to be up there with FAU. I mean, that's yeah. definitely up there. I'm trying to think of things, Ken. You know, you mentioned that I grew up in this area. I can't I can't put a finger on one that's been as uh, captivating as this. And I think this one wasn't as quick hitting as this is right here. But And you may yell at me. I may be way off here. But Lamar Jackson just kind of coming from the area in that one video. And then when he went to win MVP, it was like we kind of wrapped our arms around him when he was on that run. And that was sort of a slow burn. You're right. Yeah. Because his his star slowly started to build into something overwhelming. Coco Golf is a great one, Theo. But I also think that while tennis is is massive in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, we're talking about a sport that is is bigger than than tennis just in the mainstream, right? In, In in college hoops in the NCAA in tournament, the, the NCAA, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But the NCAA tournament is its own entity, even if you're not a basketball fan, right? Like it's its own living, breathing organism outside of that because of the bracket angle. Because uh, everybody likes to to bet on a bracket, right? People love brackets, straight up. And so <laughs> tennis has this, brackets, Ken. I don't know if you've seen. They are, wait, tennis. I understand that, but you're also hey Theo. When's the last time that you and a couple of your your pals did a Wimbledon bracket. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay, I get yeah. it. I get it. I know what you're saying. Hey, bro, it. bro, bro. I, I, I tell you what, man. If uh, if uh, here, don't give me a name. He's give trying to. Name. I can tell give you. He's trying to think of names. Go, come up with a give me a tennis name. Nick give Kyrgios. me something. Kinetsova. Does that is Nick that a Kyrgios. name? Nick Kyrgios. No, that's too. Arena, that's too like Arena Sabalenka. Hey, bro. I've got Arena Sabalenka winning my Wimbledon bracket. If she wins, okay. then you've got to buy me a pair of Nikes. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, you're right. Okay. I'm sorry. I guess Thanks they don't. Thanks for the help, Stone. Yeah. It was just funny because as you were describing March Madness, you it could have been also used to describe the Wimbledon or the Australian Open. So it just was funny to me, but I do get what you mean. March Madness well, is. A I appreciate thing. you sticking up for tennis and Coco Golf for sure. So yeah. I love what you did there. <laughs> By the way, Coco Golf's uncle. Listens to Ken Levick alive Ooh, all the time. Big shout, what up, Unk. What up, Unk? <laughs> uh, so I'm locked in. I am locked in sports wise on college basketball, the Sweet 16, but also FAU in particular. And over the next couple of days, we're going to talk with FAU players here on Ken Levick alive, and uh, we'll have uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it. But but I am I am locked in on FAU in the Sweet 16. But I'm curious, not curious, but curious. <laughs> With FAU in the Sweet 16, World Baseball Classic, you had an absolute... It's thriller after thriller down there at Lone Depot Park, and what a wild dichotomy it is between World Baseball Classic at that stadium where it's jam-packed and loud and intense, and then what's coming in a couple of weeks when you have about seven fans, game two of the Marlins season down there at Lone Depot Park, and you can hear a whisper in that cavernous building. But you've got that. You've got the NFL offseason. By the way, let the record show, boys, that I beat Aaron Rodgers to New York City. Mm. I, Ken LaVica, beat Aaron Rodgers to New York City. All the discussion, all the McAfee, all the, uh, I have have an interest in playing for the New York Jets. All day, it's happening. The Jets, Super Bowl favorite. That's your city, King. I'm here before Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Who had that in their bracket? 
Yeah, that's your city now, Ken. Hey, that's you right. the king of New York. When Aaron no, Rodgers tries to show up at your doorstep, you you decide if he gets in uh-huh. the door. That's right. What I'm gonna do, Theo, <laughs> is I'm gonna I'm gonna stick my my foot up, bottom of my foot. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on his forehead and just kick him off the curb. Not with those shoes, Aaron Rodgers. That's right. Ken Lavica owns the Big Apple. Stone doesn't know who to root for right now. Stone is he's it's tough. Your radio life partner. Or Aaron Rodgers, your your role model. Who who are you siding with here, Stone? Well, I know who I would side Wait, with. Wait, is Aaron Rodgers your role model, Stone? <laughs> yeah, he's Maybe my when you actually still played, I would understand that. But is he your role model now? Yeah, he's a father figure of mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> as far as if I had to pick one, yeah, I don't want to go on record putting that out there. But no, I, I, I think we know where I stand. Let's do this then. Um, uh, well, if you were to pick one, uh, who would you rather have as your father, Aaron Rodgers or your father? <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, Papa Stone. Uh-oh. Enough, you didn't take you on enough darkness retreats as a kid. Didn't didn't take you on uh, 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 enough uh, putting bark under your fingernail, oh. uh, hangout time up in Canada. No, Eat, unfortunate. Not enough eating butter and throwing up. Ayahuasca <laughs> breast milk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dad, Dad, this summer, instead of summer camp, can we go to Peru and take ayahuasca? No, Stone, throw the football. Oh, I, I wish I had a Papa Aaron. Uh, what, sports, what sports story right now are you most locked in on? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. What are you most locked in on on sports right now? I'm curious because we're in a weird time of year, right, Uh, where we're in the middle of the NCAA tournament, but college basketball certainly isn't as popular as it once was. But we're seeing some of the best TV numbers in the opening rounds we've ever seen. And, Theo, I know you you pay special attention to that, like Turner Broadcasting and and the CBS family of networks. Like, their role in those numbers are absolutely massive. And not to mention in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, we have a damn Sweet 16 team. Miami's in the Sweet 16. World Baseball Classic is all the rage right now if you're into that sort of thing. NFL offseason, I beat Aaron Rodgers to New York. Lamar Jackson still uh, seems very much up in the air. The draft is on the way. What are you most locked in on in sports right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Theo, what are, uh, you just got back from Columbus. You did a great job covering FAU for WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, What are are you you locked in on? Because you you, you came back home. Your head is on a swivel. What are you paying most attention to, though? Outside of this championship run by FAU right now, because obviously that's where my body has been. That's where my mind has been. My heart still been locked in on fortifying a a reigning championship roster with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm locked in on the offseason, baby. We're, we're bringing guys in like Charles Amendo, who off the edge. We got Jawan Taylor to replace Orlando Brown, and the Bengals want to pick up our old news. Like, I'm locked in on making sure Chiefs' kingdom right now owns the NFL offseason and free agency, see what we're going to do in the draft. Like, I'm, 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 a, I'm in championship defense mode as I cover the Owls, who are chasing a national championship. That's Man. what I'm on. 
Theo doesn't know anything but championships now, whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's FAU. That man is just immersed in winning Hit at Lou. this point. What are, you most, what are you most locked in on in sports right now? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. Stone, real quick, before we go to the phones, what if one of those smoking Elmos in Times Square did take my phone and smash it on the ground? Would I have to fight that thing? Uh, yeah, you would definitely have to fight that thing. Now you're fighting a losing battle because he's got Bernie, he's got, Ert. He, I mean, he's, he's, he's got the rest of the did gang. Did you say with him. Bernie and Ert? He said. Bernie did you and Ert, say yep. Bernie and Ert Stone? <laughs> you mean Ernie and Bert? <laughs> what, what did I say? You said you said Bernie and Ert. You said Bernie and Ert. You sure it's Elmo that's been smoking tin? <laughs> Bernie and Ert says Stone Labanowitz. Well, By the way, did did you watch Sesame Street as a kid? I did not. It shows. I did not. Did you really think? Did you? So so that wasn't a mistake. You actually thought it was Bernie and Ert. I think he did. He would have kept going. To be honest, yeah. I, you know, I don't recall it. I, if I if I had to do it again, I would probably say the same exact thing. Right? I don't know which is right and which is wrong. I was a not part of. I was not a part of that Sesame Street era. There. Which one's the uh, yellow one, Stone? That's Big Bird. <laughs> no, I was talking about. With, no, <laughs> never God, mind. never mind. Jesus Christ, oh. man! I thought I, na- <laughs> I thought I nailed that one. You kind of did technically, but I was no. talking about Bernie and Ert. So yeah, Bernie and Ert. <laughs> Bert is yellow. Yeah. The the round orange headed one is Ernie yeah. Stone. Ernie and and Bert. And here's my Ernie impression. <laughs> hey Bert, here's a rubber ducky. That was Not really bad, good. right? I yeah, mean, he's done it before, right? Theo. That was it, really it, good. It, it's like next level. And the fact I did it before, Theo, and Stone said then, oh, that's pretty good, means he was lying to me. Okay, hold on. Because he actually didn't know what Ernie sounded like. Oh, geez, I don't know, Bert. Was that? Oh. That wasn't as good? Oh, geez, I, Bert, I don't know about it. Uh, I have a Mike new segment. Muted. I, oh, geez, I, Bert. I actually love this new segment called Black Guys Call the Show to Try and Impersonate <laughs> Ernie. I love, love that new segment yeah, here on Ken LeVick Alive. We should make this a contest. If you are one of our, our black listeners here on Ken LeVick Alive and you'd like to try and impersonate Ernie from Sesame Street, perhaps we can come up with a game for you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It was a good effort, though, Theo. I appreciate that. Talk to him, Bernie. Ken, I can't wait to get on out there, Bert, and uh, get on there. <laughs> what that's why are you coming off as southern you sound like you're from georgia is it for some reason it sounds good in my ears but i can tell it's not going over well so no, I, I'll, definitely I'll give it up. not no you know what that is you're impersonating bernie yeah uh, you know what mm-hmm. see see here's here's Bernie's. ernie here's ernie <laughs> hey bert hey bert here's a rubber ducky and then here theo if you could give us bernie Hey Bert, uh, <laughs> hey Bert, you know what? Just gonna get on out here, Bert. <laughs> I love how it's Bernie is becoming progressively more southern. <laughs> he's got one as, line. He's got one line, right? He, he's he's very very limited in his material. That is for sure. Hey Bert, uh, still working on the material, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Good. He's got a second line. What are you most locked in on in sports right now? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six tweeted us at KLV1063. And if you're black, do you have an Ernie impression from Sesame Street? 888-760-3776. Sebastian is in West Palm on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Sebastian? What's going on, guys? How we doing today? Good, man. Man, I'm looking forward to the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, I'm kind of being biased because there's probably a lot of Chiefs fans out these days. Woo! But uh, I've been a Chiefs fan <laughs> since uh, 94. And I'm just, you know, hoping... 
they can do something here and continue doing something in the offseason, you know. They've done a couple pickups, you know, and uh, they're not a team that brings in a lot of free agents, so they're going to have to hit on the draft. And uh, I have a lot of uh, a lot of trust in Brett Reed, and I know that dude out there is making a lot of moves over there, man. I probably mispronounced his name, but... Oh, well, I just know that GM is doing some moves. And, Brett Beach, uh, yep, Brett Beach. I'm looking forward to the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so I we'll pre- pre- appreciate that, Sebastian. Uh, I mean, Theo, I'll let you, uh, yeah, I'll yeah. Let you give the I'll postmortem to that. I'll yeah. take this one. Yeah, he, he's been a Chiefs fan since 94. I was born in 93, so I think I still I still beat him out by a year there. I was born nope, in Kansas. Not, not how it works. In 93, so I can relate to him and let him know what it's like in Chiefs kingdom. Hey, man, look. We've been picking up some free agents on the margins here. We got a we got ourselves a coverage linebacker from the Chargers recently, the safety from the Bucks. Hey, Brett Beach is already working, and and we're gonna get a left tackle in the draft. I'm, I'm banking on it. Chiefs Kingdom, let's ride. <laughs> what are you most locked in on in sports right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, you can hit me up at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I'm almost scared to ask here. Uh, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, who spent last week on a darkness retreat in the caves of northern Florida. Uh, so he's had a lot of time to reflect. Uh, and uh, so I'm I'm curious, Stone. Uh, where where is your head at right now in sports? Yeah, you guys know where I'm leaning here. You know what I spend most of my nights doing into the wee hours of the morning. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Watching the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh man! Fight tooth scratching claw their way as they <laughs> to sit the 12th right now. Seed. As they sit right now, the 11th seed in the West. Right there. Wow. What an achievement! They're 35 wins, tied with the Jazz, tied with the Thunder, a game back of the Timberwolves and the Mavericks. It's not a fun time now, so most of my time is being spent trying to watch these guys crawl into the playoffs or back their way into the playoffs. But honestly, it's looking bleak right now. So it's kind of this weird, embarrassing moment where I don't really have anything to root for except this pitiful Lakers team that takes the court each and every other night. Terrible. They're a rough watch, man. I mean, that struggle bus. His YouTube search history, how much do you want to bet Austin Reeves' 37-point <laughs> night is in there like six different times? Yeah, I mean, I've watched it. Yeah, you're right. Six is actually shooting really low. I've watched it probably 25 times, and I have a burner account that I, I definitely go and reply to those videos. Pay the man. Pay the man. Like, you know, what? any of the positive stuff that I can get from the Lakers team, I put it out there. Um, so so last night, uh, you said that the Timberwolves, they have as many wins as the Timberwolves, right? That's so, right. The Lakers. It's actually, a game back of the Timberwolves. Uh, one less. Oh, one less. So they're they're one game back of the T Wolves. Yes. Um, uh, Minnesota last night went to Madison Square Garden and beat the Knicks with Julius Randle scoring fifty seven points yep. last night. And I want to say this right now: there is nothing that hits harder, nothing that hits harder than sitting at a bar in Manhattan. Watching the Knicks wow. lose when you're in the confines of New York City, you're mere blocks away from Madison Square Garden, and you're watching over a cold beer, a Julius Randle 57-point performance go to waste, and the Knicks lose in overtime to Minnesota, that absolutely slaps. Mm, mm, mm. It felt so good. It wasn't just the beer. It was watching that, and I tell you what, I got tingly. Was there some, Welcome to New York. Was there some anger here. management like around you in the bar? Were people like really, really upset? Uh, a couple of people. There was a couple of table slaps, but it was. Uh, I'm telling you, man, like that. That was a thrill. The thrill of a lifetime. 
honestly, was to, to, to experience that. And I know that I'm going to be broadcasting a Sweet 16 game from the, the floor of Madison Square Garden on Thursday. But I tell you what, the experience of being in New York, watching the Knicks waste a 57-point performance from Julius Randle, guys, I hope someday. Like, sex is good, but that, that's the, that's the peak. That's the pinnacle. I got to see if we, uh, while we're in town, I got to see if there's any more uh, Knicks games that are, especially, I want to get a rival game. I want to get like a Celtics-Knicks, a Heat-Knicks. I got to check the schedule. Uh, I think you're running out of time. I'm talking about there, the Watson TV, like, though. They're going to be oh, on the road, obviously. Okay. Yeah, I, thought you, yeah. I thought you meant like going in person because like no. the other's nine games left. Yeah, yeah. Left. No, no, yeah. no. I mean, I just, just to go in the bar and get that same feel you got, you know, we can still get it with a road game. Yeah, no, no, that's true. That's very, very true. What are you most locked in on? What are you most locked in on in sports right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888 760 Seven six. I am in New York City. I am hanging out at the ESPN New York studios. So again, thank them for for letting me come and hang out and uh, take over for a while. I was very disappointed to hear though, Stone, that our boy, our boy, our show nemesis, Chris Carlin, he of the the Heat didn't win enough quarters in the playoffs angle in last year's NBA postseason. Uh, a man who I called in is a fake version of myself to his radio show to defend the Heat during the postseason. And then we had Chris Carlin come on to our show so that I, I could own up to him that I planted my own call as a character onto his show. Uh, he does not do a show out of these studios. He actually does them at the ESPN Southport studios where Dusty May is going to be tomorrow for Get Up. Very disappointed because I wanted to once again uh, make his life difficult. Wanted him to come on the show. Wanted to face to face address him for his misgivings when it comes to the heat. But alas, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, and I think simply put, his Rutgers just aren't cut from the cloth that the your FAU owls are. Mm. Like he's just, yeah, he, he does just, the play by play for Rutgers, and you're right. Like it's you know it's I'm sorry, not everybody can call games right. for an elite college basketball mm. team. Mm. I, I mean, love sorry. There's, there's there's just levels to this. Maybe if Rutgers was better in the final quarter mm. of the regular season, mm, nicely done. <sighs> Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the floor. Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. What are you most locked in on right now in sports? Is it Sweet 16? Is it FAU? Is it we've had two votes for the Chiefs right now because, well, hashtag Palm Beach County Treasure Coast. Uh, is it uh, the, the World Baseball Classic? Is it the NHL? I'm just curious because we're in this weird in-between right now, but there's a lot, a lot, a lot going on on the fringe. What are you most locked in on in sports right now? 888 888-760-3776. Tweet us up at KLV1063. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 1063. Live from New York, it's the 
Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 1063. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Uh, so, by the way, uh, walking from Times Square where FAU is staying, um, and I don't want to give the uh, the hotel name because, I mean, Stone, there's a lot of people that either want to uh, be around me or have uh, bones to pick with me. So I'm trying to keep a little inconspicuous, you know, here uh, here in New York City. But um, on my way uh, through Times Square and then to the ESPN New York studios, I, I go by the Ed Sullivan Theater, and uh, so so I was I was standing there, and it's it's uh, by the way I appreciate uh, uh, MacGyver Dave Druda for uh, for for spicing things up with the imaging for the show, but uh, I, I I definitely as I was walking through, and like Stephen Colbert, whatever I I, I don't really I don't really watch him, uh, but but just. Feeling, getting the feel, being under the awning of the theater where David Letterman performed for so many years. Makes an old man like me feel good. I was I was in the presence of former greatness. Are you are you I can tell this is the second Letterman um mention. Because he's the greatest of all time. He's, okay. he's the single greatest. Uh, I, I understand that the olds love Johnny Carson, and Johnny Carson sort of set the base, but David Letterman's the finest late-night host in the history mm. of the entire medium. Okay. Period. Period. All right, I just wonder. I could tell he really had a big influence on you, so I just I wanted to make sure we got the full flower giving here because I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised. I didn't know that this guy was, uh, yeah. you know. I, I mean, I am, I am indescribably weird. Um, with odd things that I find humorous because of him, like truly, yeah. truly because of that. So, right. so that is cool. So, if I'm going to be in a a stinky, crowded city like New York for a couple of days, at the very least, I'm able to to walk by the Ed Sullivan Theater and uh, and and remember the days when David Letterman was the the greatest acting late night host in the history of the medium. Man, that's uh to me. I guess did I miss his run? I feel like I must have missed his run. He when did he stop? Well, you missed his prime, yeah. and you never. I don't even know if you were alive. You said you were born in ninety three. Ninety three, baby. Yeah, he um he started at CBS in ninety four. So his prime was at NBC. Yeah. In the eighties and into the early nineties, like I remember as a kid, uh, being up and watching him uh, twelve thirty uh, in Chicago. And, uh, like, that was his prime. And then he went to CBS. He was number one for a while. Then Jay Leno took him over because America has terrible taste in humor. And uh, then Letterman uh, retired in 2015. And I do – one thing about it is I'm just – you know, late night TV – also, I think it has started to kind of die down. Well, like, because there's there's so many there's so, so much, much to choose on. from. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just like anything now. There's so many things to pick and choose from that. Yeah, and. You've got Kimmel, and you've got Colbert, and, and now they've got that that uh, angry kind of borderline racist guy, Greg Gutfield, on like Fox News, who has his own like late night show. Uh, it's just there's stuff all over the place. There's too much to choose from. It's all primarily bad or politically based, or it's just whatever. So and there's all the podcasts too, really. Yeah, it, well, exactly. And that's what I can. You'd be proud to know that I do watch, and I'm sure you've seen it. But my my next guest needs no introduction. It's David oh, Letterman. Yeah. 
Yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And it's good, right? Like, it's, it's great. It's fun. It's fun. And uh, he's at least able to, to, to keep going and, and do things and put out content, so that's fine. But that has as much impact as any of the late-night shows. But it is cool because I grew up in a time where David Letterman is outside of the Ed Sullivan Theater talking with fans, people walking by, just doing ridiculous stuff. And so that's part of my commute the next couple of days here uh, in New York City. So it's uh, it, it's cool stuff. And by the way, Theo, are you coming up? Are you covering FAU up here in the Sweet 16? I'm taking off tomorrow morning, so I'll be there by about 10.30 a.m. Um, I also am bringing with me my significant other. My fiance Ashley, will be making the nice. trip. So, uh, yeah, man, big city, big apple. And also, you got to let me know. I got to get WPTV this time sending me a photographer. So we okay. got to get the stories churning out here. I was one man banning it uh, out in Columbus, Ohio. Now I got an extra pair of hands. So anything you hear, see. Is Ashley the camera person? No, no, no. Oh, okay. the All right. Person. I was just wondering. Was no, just no, wondering. no, no, no. The budget has grown a little bit. Uh, uh, and we're able to send a real photographer, though she does a great job taking most of my social media content. Uh, we'll have a, a professional paid photographer from WPTV uh, with me. So we're we going to tackle it, man. It's going to be. Big city coverage. Can't wait. I cannot wait. FAU in the Sweet 16 in New York City. I am locked in on it. What are you most locked in on in sports right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I'm also locked in on making sure that I am cool as the temperatures get up into the 90s as early as this weekend in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. EDS air conditioning is how I ensure that I'm going to stay cool, the AC unit working correctly, and if not, it gets repaired or replaced. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDS, they've been doing it since 2006, family-owned and operated. My man Ed Sasso, appreciate him. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes, and they work appointment schedules around you. No hostage-taking, none of that nonsense, and And uh, they're giving you the option, replace your AC unit, repair your AC unit. They can do both, but they want to make sure that you're getting the proper treatment so that you and your family are safe when the temperatures start to soar. That's EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. Always remember that EDS is yes. There's a lot going on today, by the way, here in New York City, because it's not only FAU in the Sweet 16. What's been cool is that uh, there have been uh, a number of people that have seen the guys or seen us with our FAU gear on. We're like, come on, beat Tennessee, beat Tennessee, like all in. And I feel good for the guys um, because they deserve it. They deserve the recognition. We know there's a lot of college basketball fans up here in New York City. But also today, uh, Rick Patino is having his press conference at Madison Square Garden to become St. John's head basketball coach. So Rick Pitino is back in the college basketball big time. Uh, he, uh, he, he's come a long way from lasting three seconds on an Italian restaurant table, that man. Mm. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he, he nearly lost everything and uh, then went to Iona, rehabilitated himself. Guess who is the new Iona head coach? You'll never <laughs> guess who the new Iona head coach is. And it's Coach Look at Me himself, Tobin Anderson, who was at Fairleigh Dickinson. Coach, look at me, created a reality show revolving around him trying to take up as much camera time as he possibly could with Fairleigh Dickinson's run in the NCAA tournament, and he parlayed that into the job at Iona. So I will say, 
I mean, the man has some some clown tendencies, but boy, that man single-handedly got himself a better job in a matter of days for a dude who finished third in the regular season in the worst conference in America. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tobin Anderson, coach, look at me. Congratulations, man. It's it's maybe the biggest like it. It makes that single win in the tournament, and I guess they had the play-in win as well. Like, maybe one of the biggest momentum shifts I've seen for any coach. Because without that, I mean, there's no way he's even looked at, right? Like, that's it's crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. Nobody knows who he is. Yeah. No, but nobody knows who he but is. In fact, to, that jump oh, is ahead. crazy. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying in, in general, that jump for him to be able to make that leap based off of two wins, and one of them, of course, bigger than the other, upsetting a one seed is, is kind of crazy, can, man. A whole job off of it. Can we hear Mr. Look at Me Now before he takes on Here. your FAU Owls? Can, uh, why don't we do this? You guys want a little story time? Please. Do you want a little, a little round of 32, a little bit on the inside story time about Tobin Anderson, about Elijah Martin, who had the 360 dunk at the end of the game that drew the ire of Tobin Anderson, the lead up and then the aftermath of that. You guys want a little story time? I'm hooked. I'm, right. I'm, I'm hooked right All now, right. too. We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some story time, some some FAU basketball NCAA tournament story time when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm in New York, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. It's Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3. I hate to I, I I hate to lead into it like this because I know he's a a. Massive fan of New York. He's a New York native, born and raised, very proud of it. But, but, you know that if you walk outside in Manhattan and you don't smell the stink of the city, you might have nasal problems. And that's why you need Dr. Neil Goldhaber. GoldhaberSinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he is the ENT maestro based out of Boynton Beach. He's been doing it for decades with exemplary results. You can't go more than 25 feet in this area without running into somebody. Uh, and that's a very unscientific distance uh, estimation that I've made without running into somebody that has had their ear issues or their nose problems or their throat issues taken care of, their snoring problems taken care of by Dr. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. The guy, he he's 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 a doctor. Some would say maybe a miracle worker. He would not. He'd say, hey, I'm just a doctor trying to help people out. Because that's what he is. He goes, he's trying to aid people live their life better. We know that ear problems, nose problems, throat problems, they can be debilitating because they linger. They linger. Some of these things don't go away. And there are a lot of people that just settle and say, well, this is my reality. It doesn't have to be. That's what I've been trying to tell you, and that's what Dr. Neil Goldhaber is there for, especially your snoring problems. He can help you. Stop settling for suffering. Stop that. Stop it. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Get your consultation. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. That's the man, our man. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Ken Levick alive from New York City. I will be calling FAU in the Sweet 16 against Tennessee on Thursday night at 9 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and his typical Tuesday spot here on Ken Levick alive. And of course, my radio life partner, Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz. All right, you guys, you guys want some stories here from the Big Apple? Come on, man. Bring can't, it to us. Can't wait. Okay. So we, of course, we, we remember. 
Uh, for those of you that follow sports, I mean, I, I'm not going on a limb saying that even a casual fan should really sort of know about the the failed Elijah Martin dunk at the buzzer against Fairleigh Dickinson on on Sunday. No, like I'm not. I, I, I'm not just assuming incorrectly that that's something that has has gotten a lot a lot of headlines even even for the casuals. I think it's it's pretty well known at this point. Anybody watching March Madness knows, but even outside of that, I've seen commentary on it on all kinds of different channels, which I thought was a little weird, but yeah, people are aware. So so let me just give a little context just in case, okay? So FAU is up 78-70 to 70 on Fairleigh Dickinson. There's 10 seconds left, and FAU second-leading scorer Elijah Martin, after a game where it was 15,000 fans in Columbus versus FAU, everybody was pulling for Fairleigh Dickinson. I've never seen a mid-major play a road game like that before, and they may never have in, in NCAA tournament history, just based on how things shook out with FAU playing a 16 seed. Uh, but Elijah Martin, after a very hard-fought game, Fairleigh Dickinson played extremely hard, had FAU uh, nervous at times, on the ropes at times in the second half, but Elijah Martin uh, then at the buzzer in a game that was over, 78-70, to 70, uh, tried a 360 dunk that he clanked off the back rim, and the boos that rained down on, uh, on him in Columbus were... I mean, it was it was really, really loud, and it was immediate, and it definitely gave a weird feel, gave a weird feel to the celebration, which was very muted after after FAU won because FAU didn't play particularly well. They thought that they would have uh, performed better against Fairleigh Dickinson, but also uh, it was difficult to celebrate because all of a sudden Tobin Anderson, then Fairleigh Dickinson head coach, comes up to physically confront Dusty May in a total look at me move, and that's why he's coach look at me and it was just really 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 weird and in case uh you haven't gathered yet i wasn't overly impressed with how tobin anderson the cinderella coach of this tournament who was at Fairleigh dickinson as of today of iona i wasn't a huge fan of how the man conducted himself during the ncaa tournament it was a whole lot of it seemed like he went in with a plan that I'm going to maximize this in front of the cameras in order to better myself. And I think at times it was a distraction for his team that was completely unneeded. He, Let's be honest. He did his team no favors with cameras in the locker room after they won in the first four saying, hey, I think we're going to beat Purdue. They, it came through. Yeah. And good for good for them for doing that. But don't think that that made it easier for his players. Yeah, There's no way that made it easier. No, no. And it, it, his guys always had that fighting chance, and they already believed in themselves. I know there's some people that's like, oh, him saying that is just instilling confidence in his no. guys. Like, no, no. He did that in front of the cameras so that right. he could be on SportsCenter. He you know what you do purpose. that? Exactly. You do that in the meeting room at the hotel. Right. Right? You, you don't do that in the celebratory locker room after winning in the first four where you know CBS cameras are. Yeah. And then afterwards, he goes, oh, I, I didn't know. I just wasn't used to cameras. And all. No. You're so full of crap, dude. They're there in your face, man. Come yeah. on. I, this is tough for me because I, I think it is somewhat your job to encapsulate the rest of the outside audience that doesn't necessarily know what's going on and who no, you are. No, he did. You're right. And he, and he, he, he parlayed it into the Iona job. So you're right. Like, it worked. I, I don't think, I'm not a fan of how he handled himself, but what I will say, I'll give him credit, he made it so much about him, Fairleigh Dickinson's run, he made it so much about him, but now he's the Iona head coach, so good for him. Yeah, I'm not, I just, I, I like, I just uh, liked what kudos. he did. I liked that that video went viral, right, where he said, I, 
you know, the more I watch this Purdue film, the more I think we can beat these guys. Yeah. Like, like that was uh, everybody, the, the takeaway from it, if you check the reply thread, like everybody was on board with it and it paid off and it kind of no. just stayed. No, we're joking not on everybody them. was on. What are you People, talking the about? The Aaron Fox quote tweeted and said it's going to be the biggest landslide in the history of the tournament. And what happened? It, like, it, like it, they, it wasn't. It hit. Yeah. Like they hit. It stuck. It was a stamp. It, it, it was really cool. Well, and it, well, everybody else jumped on board after that. Like, oh, I can rock with these guys. Well, you can't, or we can't have it both ways because after that game, he said, "Oh, FAU says that we look like we're ready to go home." And and what happened? Yeah, they're at home. <laughs> FAU and and he's, home. he's actually not even at the school anymore. He he not only went home, he left the institution altogether. He never even, he never even got home. He might not even. Yeah, he was on the Today Show yesterday, right here in Manhattan. Yeah, and he might not even step back foot on Fairleigh Dickinson's campus. Uh, so so he he didn't even go home. You're right. He just found a new home. Um, he was right about that. FAU. He was not ready to go home. He yeah, right, right. Home. He was so ready not to go home. He decided not to go home and find a new home. Uh, and so. So, so uh, the let's play let's play what happened then before before the, the the game on Sunday between FAU and Fairleigh Dickinson. This is Coach. Look at me, um, Tobin Anderson with his Fairleigh Dickinson team again. Conveniently, Theo. There's cameras around. There's camera. Who who would have thunk it? There's cameras around. So this was Tobin Anderson addressing his team prior to FAU Fairleigh Dickinson on Sunday. Okay, they were on the floor right before we came out here. Tom just heard him, heard him talking over there. Walk behind. You guys were in the huddle. They were walking all the way. All they said was they looked like they were ready to go home. They did their thing. They looked like they were ready to go home. That's all they kept saying to each other. Are we ready to go home? Uh, we don't look and act like it's ready to go home. That's going to be hard. Like I told you right. It's going to be really hard. All right? It's going to take a hell of an effort to help us the whole way through. Four minute games, correct? Win the, win the four minutes. Four minutes in time, four minutes in time, four minutes in time. No 16 seeds ever made the sweet 16. You can do something that's never been done before. Right? But it's out there for us. We're here, right? We're here. It's, it's happening. It's happening. We're here, right? So let, let's play the first part of that one more time. Because he... He starts this talking about how his assistant, Thomas, his assistant, Thomas, overheard FAU players having a conversation saying they look like they want to go home. This is this, the, the first couple of moments of this, if we could, Stone. Tobin Anderson uh, with eavesdropping Thomas. Okay, they were on the floor right before we came out here. Thomas heard him, heard him talking over there. Walk behind. You guys were in the huddle. They were walking the hallway. All they said was they looked like they were ready to go home. So, so... That's weird. So, it's not like the FAU players were walking by the Fairleigh Dickinson players and looking them in the eye saying, oh, you guys look like you're ready to go home. You guys look like you're ready to go home. Now, I was in, I was with the players as they were walking off the floor and walked by the Fairleigh Dickinson players. Not a single word was said. Not one. And the FAU players were headed back to the locker room there at Nationwide Arena. So, what this this assistant coach did is... He went out of his way to make sure he was walking down the hallway with these players away from the floor. Like, what is he doing? They're about to take the floor to go through their pregame shoot-around at Nationwide Arena. Why did he feel the need to start following FAU players and, and listening in on conversations between them if those things were indeed said going down the hallway? Like, that's weird behavior, right? I mean... That's obviously behavior where you're you're fishing for something like you're totally. trying to find something to cling to to maybe motivate or whatever like and then to say it in front of cameras too is just like 
two things here. It's it's either two things here. They completely made that story up. And again, I was with the players as they walked off. Didn't hear anything. I I, I was not with all of them as they trickled down the hallway into the locker room. Either A, they made it up. Fairly Dickinson made it up. Or B, Coach Thomas, the assistant for Tobin Anderson, who then conveyed this story with CBS cameras in the huddle as they left the practice floor prior to the game Sunday. Thomas went out of his way to walk behind FAU players to see if he could pick out anything he could use as motivation for his basketball team. That's weirdo behavior. All right, I got no problem with you making things up. <laughs> Ken's favorite favorite basketball player and the greatest basketball player to ever play the game, right? Did it himself. It's what you do. It's it's your job as a coach, right? You're, you're coaching 18, 19, 20-year-old children. to do it to try to make other people look bad, that's where I draw the line. I mean, it's not necessarily making them look bad. And, yes, and honestly, it is. It, it's it, set it, for one reason in front of the cameras and one reason only. And then that, that was going to be my second point. The cameras thing, can we stop can we stop because what do, how are you going to go after Tobin Anderson as if he's acting any different because the camera is in front of his face why is his content team is in front of him in New Jersey or wherever these guys came from on a daily basis like this is your job no, it's fine. FAU it's- has content people who follow your boys around and now John L. Davis is a superstar he's going to have the cameras around him is Dusty May going to change his lingo and verbiage no but this Dusty is what May, they do Dusty May doesn't do that stuff Without there being a modicum of privacy for his basketball team. And some coaches are built Dusty differently. May, Dusty May has significantly more class than Tobin Anderson does. And, and, and he, he just does. And he has a lot more class and he has a lot less reach. And he has a lot more class and he has a lot less reach. When it's I, don't know, I don't know. He's in the sweet damn 16 today, Stone. How's his reach? How's his reach? How's <laughs> I mean, Dusty May's reach let, when he's in the sweet 16 let, at Madison Square Garden playing Tennessee? How's his reach, Stone? How's his reach? I, Tell me. I, how's his reach? He's on freaking get up tomorrow, Stone. And, how's his reach, bro? And, and, I, and I'm glad to answer this. I'm glad to answer this because that social media that F- Fairly Dickinson's putting out is hitting a lot harder than FAU's is, and that's because he likes to have Dickinson his privacy. Put it out, Stone. I know, but I'm just saying. It was CBS. These Videos, these videos because aren't coming out for FAU. Dickinson is making things up. That's cheap nonsense, and it's disrespectful. It, they're going to try, we, oh, FAU is being disrespectful. When that's disrespectful to Dusty May because they're purposely putting stuff out there to make his basketball program try and look bad. It's been That's nonsense. Stuff like this has gone down for 100 years. To get in an uproar about it right now is odd. I think that's weird behavior. I think it's very normal what went down and how it went down, and they got no, bounced. No, no. Go home. No, it's normal behavior for someone who's a look at me, and Tobin Anderson is a look at me. You, so from that standpoint, you're right coach look at me did things so people looked at him so fine you're right you're totally right he selfishly coach look at me did coach look at me things i I see it as this guy tobin anderson even though i don't like him and i and i think he's super annoying he he gave his kids a platform to then go further themselves and and advance further because now they're you heard the booze like it was now an entire 15 20,000 people rooting for this random basketball team yeah thanks tobin I have, a, I have a feeling not many of those fairly Dickinson players are going with him to Iona. Good. I'm glad that he helped them raise their profile, though. While they, or they, they stay at fairly Dickinson to finish fourth next year in that conference, okay? They made history. So, he'll bring one or two kids. They made him. history, and they shouldn't have even been there. And they made history. They shouldn't have even been they did there. Make so they weren't supposed to be there through some weird NCAA loophole. They get there, and then this guy makes his own personal reality show, Coach Look at Me. And then there's this. So during the game, it's obviously hard fought. It's very close. At one point, Fairleigh Dickinson goes up seven in the second half before Nellie Davis starts to take over. By the way, Nellie Davis, with the single best stat line in the history of the NCAA tournament, it has never been done before. Someone scoring over 25 points, having over 10 rebounds, having five assists and five steals. It hasn't happened since they started tracking steals as an official stat in 1986 in college basketball. By 
by the way, Yahoo's preview of the Sweet 16 makes no mention of that at all. In far and away, the least amount of words of, uh, dedicated to any team in the Sweet 16, including 15-seed Princeton. You know what? Maybe Dusty May does need to increase his... You know what he should do? Yep. You know what he should do? He should, on Thursday before the game, and make sure the cameras are there, he should be like, hey, guys, I heard... I heard Rick Barnes say to his team in the tunnel that if if Tennessee if if Tennessee wins, they're going to go kill your families. I heard that. I heard that. And let CBS put it out there. Hey, hey, that's what Tobin Anderson. Uh, that's the Tobin Anderson approach. Perfect. Got to play Perfect. the game, Dusty. You oh, got to yeah, play dude. the game. Yeah, that's how you play the game. That's how you play the game. So there's four minutes left in the in the second half, and FAU has the lead. Okay, so Nick Boyd for FAU. He walks over to the Fairleigh Dickinson bench, and he just looks and goes, hey, where's Thomas? Where's Thomas? Where's Thomas? Just sort of, you know, harkening back to the video, because these guys were pissed. They felt like they were eavesdropped on. They thought it was super cheap. They were not happy before the game about that Tobin Anderson Fairleigh Dickinson video. They were hot about it, and rightfully so. And so Nick Boyd is, is where's, where's Thomas? Where's Thomas? Tobin Anderson proceeds to march out to the coach's box, look at the FAU bench, and say, They're talking to my guys on the bench. They're talking to my guys on the bench. We don't do that. We don't do that. Talking to guys on the bench. Tobin Anderson, I'm telling you, brother, if you're bothered by a player who is is sort of this harmless trash talk at your bench, you ain't cut out for moving up in Division I basketball, man. Uh, You don't know what's coming, man. Don't get tough. I, I I can't tell you, even in Conference USA, even in Conference USA, I can't tell you how much chirping there goes on, how much talking there goes on between the benches and between players. And you know what? That's just part of the game. If you think you're going to go to Iona now, a much more established place than where you are at Fairleigh Dickinson, and you're going to get all hot and bothered when a player directs a comment to your bench, especially one as innocuous as that, buddy, you ain't going to make it. You ain't going to make it, it. That just tells me everything we need to know about this Fairleigh Dickinson team. That they're not built like that. Mm. If your coach is getting upset, I mean, and, he, and he's not used to that. I mean, not yeah. and he shouldn't be used to that environment. But kids yeah. talking like that and doing that stuff, yeah, it tells me a lot about your team. So, so then after the game, the dunk happens, right? It clanks off the back rim and soars into the air. And uh, Tobin Anderson walks up to Dusty May, and they start the whole grabby thing. And Tobin Anderson is is grabbing Dusty May's arm, angry, Too angry much. at the dunk, making sure that he is being seen as upset. How dare, how dare the lack of sportsmanship. That was all a show, too. That was all a show, too. That was completely unnecessary. What is the purpose of that? Dude, shake hands, go down the line, you had a great run, and go back to New Jersey. And instead, he again made it a spectacle and made it all about himself. Like that was that was so out of line from Tobin Anderson in that spot. It it, it just again, it's one of those like there's a better way to handle it, right? Like, I get it that you're a little upset with that dunk at the end. You know it's been a testy game. Your guys were chirping at FAU players as well during yes, that Yes, yeah, I mean, it happened right in front of us, Theo. You were sitting next to me there in Columbus. The officials had to finally tell both teams, stop the chatting. Stop the chatting. Enough already. With like six minutes left to go in the game, physically separated them. It happened five feet from us. So stop it. Yeah, it was going on on both sides. And, of course, FAU gets the last laugh there. So now you're sour about it. And, and there's a better way to handle it. You could tell that Tobin wanted to make sure that the camera stopped and isolated on him checking Dusty May. And to me, that's not the way to do it. But again, he is kind of cut from that cloth. Not the good kind, 
but the kind that wants to be the showman and the head of attention. Also, can we name one player off that team? No, all we know is this guy's name because he keeps stealing the spotlight right. from his guys. Right. <laughs> Dimitri Roberts had to play out of his mind in order to uh, be a name that I even remember right. from Fairleigh Dickinson. Whereas, Coach, look at me, Tobin Anderson, that man. I mean, he's a great self-promoter. And listen, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'd love to go fishing with him, like he was talking about in the post-game press conference. Um, I'd love to go fishing with him. But as far as his conduct publicly as a head basketball coach and how disrespectful he is to someone like Dusty May, in my mind, indirectly, um, who is one of the most respected guys in the business. It was a total put-off. Tobit Anderson is not this, oh, shucks. Uh, he's, he was an egregious self-promoter during the NCAA tournament, and you know what? It worked for him. Coach, look at me. Now, as the head, is the head man at Iona, and I hope he brings Thomas with him as well. <laughs> Steve Pollard-Siener joins us for Ask Steve's when we come back. We also have Twitter trash, Twitter treasure later on. We're packed in hour number two. He's Theodore CWP-TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.